Like you better bring something to the table if you want to be my friend. Welcome to the Jared Williams Show. Oh, Jared! Like, hey, what's up, dude? Yeah, man, I'm super dude, stoked. I have just given you the intro these last probably three times in a row now. You know, I like to think that I've taken them, and I will. Think <laughs> okay, <that. laughs> you're so good. <laughs> yeah, alphas always take. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been waiting to use this dumb alpha joke on you, but I keep forgetting, so I'm just going to tell it to you. Okay, go. So, my friend, he called me, and okay. I went to hang up, or I went to hang up. I went to answer the call, uh-huh. but I like I accidentally hung up on him, and I called him back, and I said, just came to him, and I said, "What's up, dude? Yeah, alphas never dial, or alphas always dial. How's it going?" <laughs> <laughs> it was just the dumbest joke, but I thought it was so funny. I would have hung up on you and <laughs> tapped you back. <laughs> Yeah, I was telling I was telling Ayla, I was like, I'm just going to keep hanging up on Jared and not say anything and then hanging up on you and then calling you back and just keep doing that until like you're like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, Alpha's always Alpha's always dial. Yeah. And then it would be like this really long, annoying joke that you'd be like, why is he always hanging up on me? Dude, I would fire you for that. <laughs> I feel, that'd be so irritating. <laughs> Joe always hangs up on me and then calls me back. <laughs> and he like, never tells me why. Like, over the course ask. of a year, that would waste like an entire day of my life. <laughs> can you can you imagine though if it went a year and then you finally said, "Dude, why do you hang up on me?" And I just go, "Alphas always <laughs> dial." You'd be like, "Shut up! You are the worst." And it would be the longest. I, Beautiful. I know it was a joke too, though. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, it's funny because I told Ayla that strategy and she'd be like, that would piss Jared off. You'd just be wasting <laughs> his time. So she nailed you. She nailed it. Yep. She knows. She yep, knows she me knows. too well. Yep. I got to distance myself from her now because I don't want people to know me too well. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Can't, you got to be sort of mysterious. That's how I like it. I like being a little bit mysterious. People, you never really know what's going to happen. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like the most predictable person on the planet. Yeah. I mean, you can you can keep thinking and trying to like be mysterious. I guess that's fine. You know, it's free country. Yeah. You well, know, whether so or not like, it happens. Like in my earlier years, I used to push just push people away, mm. um, so that they never really got to know me. Sure. So that I could stay in that mysterious zone. Oh, Jared's always, yeah, I never know yeah, what Jared's so, going to do. So, oh, you never man. know what he's going to do. He's so He just goes to the beat of his own drum. But the reality is, like, I just, I do the same thing every single day. I'm like, I'm <laughs> literally. <laughs> only they knew. I am the most predictable person you'll ever meet. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. gotten over that, though. I've gotten a few people to, I've let a few people get to know me. See the real Jared. Yeah. yeah. Like you and Ayla. Mm-hmm. Probably Marcy and Alex, and maybe a couple mm-hmm. other, but for mm-hmm. the for the most part, dude, having fr- like getting more friends, that's a tough one. I like. Uh, do you mean like okay? So getting more friends, like the act of like going and finding more friends, or like what do you mean? Yeah. So expand on that. Um, just like creating more friendships for the sake of friendships. Yeah, I am not great. about that. I am mm-hmm. like, like my time, my, to me, my time to me is so valuable that mm-hmm. I, I think there's good friends and good, and I think friendships are really important and I really value good friendships, mm-hmm. but like you better bring something to the table if you want to be my friend. 
at this point in time. Like yeah. when I was when I was younger, it was like, oh, let's go make friends. We'll be friends with everybody. We'll hang out with everybody. Sure. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, yeah, maybe. Well, you know, like I don't want to go out to dinner with you. Um, especially like if you're in a whole different world than mine, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's interesting to learn those worlds, but honestly, I really I want really valuable friendships at this point. Yeah. Yeah, that is interesting. And that's probably just something that comes with getting older that we don't think about, where we don't yeah. think how value our time is and how much space we have yeah. to put friends in there. And yeah. I think it takes like, in my experience, it takes like, like a friend who reaches out to you is a good friend, right? Like if you're always the one reaching out, then that's right. a, like to me, that's like a tough relationship to sustain because it's always more burdensome on one person than the other. Yeah. Um, and so like to me, like a good friend who you can, I like to let in and I guess have my time is somebody who shows a mutual interest in me and what I'm doing, just like I show a mutual, mutual interest in what they're doing. And then it's like fun because then there's like, you know, you can, I don't know, build each other up, check in with each other, all these kinds of things. Um, well, well, that's just the that's thing valuable. like, you should be friends with people who are challenging you, who are thinking differently than you, who are like sure. further ahead than you. Mm-hmm. Not just like all around, but like they could be further ahead than you in, in certain areas or have a mm-hmm. certain skill that is, mm-hmm. is something that you don't have that maybe mm-hmm. you want to acquire or you want mm-hmm. to learn more about. Mm-hmm. Those are the kinds of friends that I would bring on board or maybe, or maybe somebody that gives you a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Right. So maybe you're used to thinking in this one form, but you've got a friend that can bring a different perspective. That's a super valuable relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I kind of think also having relationships where you can act as a mentor, I think are really helpful. Like I agree. Where, I think- where they're not like super far behind. They like I have friends who like we're like almost lockstep, but we both can mentor each other on certain areas of our lives that adds yeah. value. And so there's yeah. not like this, there's not like this huge, like, oh my gosh, that guy's my mentor. Everything he does, I just go. But there's this idea where it's like, dude, let me speak to that because I have experience with that. And then the other guy's like, well, let me talk about that because that's like, I'm expert in that. You know, that's my life. And I think that's like, that's a good, especially if you're both progressing in the same direction. I think it's really important. I think what friendships, when they become not helpful is even if you might have the same values, you might be able to speak to things, but they're going in different directions. I think those friendships are the ones that you have to consider. Is this something that I need to hold on to? It doesn't mean that you'll never talk to the guy or you got to be like, yo, bro, you're done. You suck. It's just, there's just a natural distancing that happens. And that's just sort of how those things go. That's just life, dude. It is. I mean, yeah, it is. It really is just life. Um, yeah, I think those are valuable. I think it's probably valuable for other people to seek out people who are mm-hmm. in a different spot than them. Mm-hmm. Like, that's something I've been thinking about a lot about lately. Like I've sought out like like relationships around business. Mm-hmm. Um, like t- to go back a little bit, actually, to speak about your point, like if if you're somebody who owns a plumbing business, then I would love to be your friend, right? Because I'm going to have so much. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have so much that we can just talk about and then we can mm-hmm. relate about and so much information that we can pass back and forth that that's going to be a valuable relationship to me. Um, or even if you're like a little bit further behind me in my plumbing business, 
I'm going to love to be able to tell you information that I know to help you in your journey, right? Mm -hmm. Because I I can relate to where you are and where you're going. And I've Mm -hmm. been there. And I can help you avoid some of the struggles that I've been through. Mm -hmm. That brings me a lot of joy. Yeah, sure. Um, So I I see a lot of value in those kind of relationships. Um, But I I see value in relationships where like you're kind of both headed in the same direction, but maybe you Mm -hmm. have different skill sets and different values. That's kind of how I view our relationship. Like you have different skill sets and values and a different perspective on things Mm -hmm. than I do all the time. And so Mm -hmm. it's good to get to just sit down and chat with you on a podcast every Wednesday Mm -hmm. and go, you know, talk about stuff like Mm -hmm. friendships and junk. Cause I appreciate Mm -hmm. your perspective Mm -hmm. and, and maybe your different areas of expertise. Mm -hmm. Um, I also think that you should go seek out friends that are further along in areas that you really want to push forward in. Sure. And it's like, I've pushed forward in seeking out, um, friends like business relationships for people and actually just paying for them, like hiring a coach, paying for a coach, somebody that has is way further along than I am to help me get further along. Right. And Mm -hmm. to, and out of those relationships, those, well, out of those relationships have come a lot of more than just coaching, right? Right. More than business coaching. There's a lot of life coaching that's gone on. Mm. Um, a lot of opportunities have been created in that as well. Mm-hmm. And so those have been dollar for dollar worth every penny I've ever paid for it. Right. Um, not, and not just for the coaching, just for the acquaintance, for the, mm-hmm. for the yeah, sure. getting to know the people that they know, mm-hmm. um, getting to be involved with the people that they're involved in. Mm-hmm. Business opportunities have come, come up because of it. It's been dollar for dollar. One of the best things, um, the personal growth in that as well. But so like, it's easy to do that for business, right? To go in Mm -hmm. and, and and say, Oh, okay, well, I'm going to find somebody who's, who's done this business before who can, who I can pay, who can then give me some advice on how to do this business better, maybe how to set it up and how it should look like and how to run it and all that stuff, how to structure it, those kinds of things. The hard part that I have is like, there's like, I would, there's, I don't know how to find the people in these other areas. Like, so, um, for instance, like my, my faith, right. Mm-hmm. How do I go? Like, if I could just pay somebody, I wish I could go to a <laughs> church. Like I wish yeah. I could go to church. Like I've been going to this church down here. Mm-hmm. Um, the pastor seems really cool. There's a couple of people in the church that seem really cool. And I probably could go up to them and get to know them. Sure but mm-hmm. I don't do that because it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why you should probably, do it. That's where you would come in. I'd be like, Hey, Joel, go make friends <laughs> with that guy. <laughs> go, go make, and then bring him over to the house. Yeah. Come on, dude. Yeah. And then go chat him up. Have him over dinner and I'll come over. Yeah. 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 And I'll come over and I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. And really I should do that stuff myself, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. Sure. But I mean, we I like don't. to say if it's uncomfortable, you should probably do it. Even at the end of, even if yeah. this, cause the skill you're learning is going and talking to strangers and like, so, but, I just want to go because they have something in their mm. life that I don't have that I can right. see and I know I want it because I know I need mm-hmm. it. But it those are the ones where I can't just go pay for it. Right? No, cuz those are yeah, cuz that's not the that is not the they're currency not in, in those that. relationships. No. Yeah, they're not in it for the money. No. 
And they, and it's, it's just a different thing where, and it's almost like in those situations, but the payment for those is the ability to speak into somebody else's life mm-hmm. like that. Cause to me, like one of my favorite things to do, like I love talking to like some of my friends, like I was just talking to my buddy about creating um, a brand about around himself. And it was mm-hmm. so fun for me because I could tell him all the things that I've learned through the coaching that I've done and what I've known. And I get mm-hmm. to just pour into this guy and be like, dude, you got to do this because this is where it leads. And I love like having him being like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And you start to see somebody get excited. And that's the same thing. It's like when you're in your church and you see that person who is you know, spiritually in a different place than you and it's something that you want, that person mm-hmm. is never going to be like, Jared. What could I, what could you possibly give me that would make this? He would be like, bro, I've been waiting for somebody to ask. I just got to talk to people about this. And it's an easy thing. And it just takes your courage to just go and just talk to the dude. Maybe that's what it is. Talk to whoever it is. Because it's like, you need to be more talky. Well, and I mean, I think it's like, maybe, maybe speak to this a little bit, but like, what do you, because like there's, there's a, I don't know if it's true, but I perceive there's a danger in only viewing relationships as reciprocal. Mm-hmm. even though they are really inherently reciprocal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if that's true, right? That's just my instinct. It's just like, mm-hmm. ooh, like only searching for relationships that give us an advantage. Like, I think that there is something to having certain relationships that don't do that. Um, yeah. And and yeah. I mean, like, so, so the, the example I always give in sort of these conversations, it's like, I always tell people like, hey man, it's important that you go to church. Because, and if you, if you don't believe in Christ or you don't have a faith, it's important to go somewhere where you're around a bunch of different people of different backgrounds, socioeconomic backgrounds. And it's important to go there and to be with those people so that you can like not lose yourself in wherever you are. And right. like with church, I think it's important because you go there and you're like, okay, I'm worshiping next to this person who's crazy and homeless. I'm worshiping next to this person who is rich and whatever. And yet we are still here united doing the same thing. And I think it's so important because I think if we don't make that a practice, we're going to get lost doing something. Like we're just going to lose our way. We're just going to be heavily invested in one thing and forget about the whole other thing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I've spent the last 37 years practicing my church RBF face. The (laughs) don't you dare come talk to me face that I have it so mastered (laughs) that I can go through an entire church service and nobody will come talk to me. It's pretty impressive, actually. But I should probably like learn to do the opposite and and actually go talk to people. That way I can put myself in opportunities where I can learn and create friendships that will further me along to where I want to go. Yeah. Um yeah, it's probably the thing I should be doing. It's just, it's uncomfortable. And so I never want to go there. But I've gotten yeah. over the, you know, in the last few years, I've put myself in so many uncomfortable situations that I guess I'm probably more willing to do that now. And I've, because sure. I've seen mm-hmm. so much benefit in putting myself, like getting uncomfortable and getting mm-hmm. used to being uncomfortable mm-hmm. has brought me all of my success in life. It's only mm. when I go get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So I should probably be willing to take that to all areas of my life and go mm-hmm. get uncomfortable. It's just, yeah, it's uncom- it's uncomfortable, right? <laughs> yeah, it's funny because it's like, man, and so many people can identify with this. Like, 
you're the guy who can go run a hundred mile race or you have, and that's like a thing right. where you'd be like, Oh, I'd rather do that than go talk to homeboy at the church, you know, like, yeah. cause it's a familiar thing. Yeah, um, totally. Cause I'm not naturally like a, um, I'm not a BSer, right? I'm not <laughs> sure. a conversationalist yeah. Yeah. To, to a point. I'm not a, um, I'm not a small talker. Right. I'm like a, I want to get to the point and, and talk about something and then see you later. Kind of an, I mean, in my experience, like the people that I've met at church are more people who want to get to the point. Because uh-huh. if you're like meeting somebody at church, like they're at least the people that I talk to, it's like, let's get, because I take it to the point. So it's like, right. for me, like relationships where it's just like, oh, we're just chit chatting about like nothing. Those relationships are the ones that eke away at my time in a way that I don't, that is annoying to me, right? When right. you never really get anywhere, you're just talking about the same old nonsense. Right. The ones I go for is I try to drill down and be like, okay, well, let's talk about substance. Like, let's talk about real things. Like, if I'm at church, yeah. like, let's talk about Christ and what are you thinking about and how do you see this? And then, like, yeah. with that, there's always the vulnerability because then you're going to have to show a part of your soul that you might be uncomfortable with. Like, this is what I think about this and this is what I've done, or these are the mistakes I've made which have led to these things. Um, but once you break through that, then you can find very quickly if that person is of the same mind. And if they are, then great. Right. And if they're not, then you just know that you've made an acquaintance. And then you can... <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, you've made a guy that you yeah. say, what's up, dude? How's it going? And then, you know, he might... You actually have made, might have made an acquaintance who might end up looking to you for certain advice that you can give, which will then be fulfilling for you. But right. then you will eventually will find the guy who's like, dude, I've been reading this book and this is what it talks about. And you'll be like, I never knew. And then you find yourself learning and growing in a relationship with this person over that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably wise advice for anybody listening. It's like just that idea of getting comfortable being uncomfortable, but Mm -hmm. then not stopping that in your business, taking Mm -hmm. that throughout all areas of your life. Cause ultimately like me you know, I took my business from nothing to, you know, last year we did 5 million in sales and we have 12 employees. I live across the country, pretty much as far apart as you could possibly get. <laughs> um, but to like to do, I don't say that to brag, but right. to do that, like it required a lot of personal growth. Like the mm. me two and a half years ago, couldn't have been couldn't have done what i'm doing now right and so business like business growth really became a lot less about the ins and outs of the business it -hmm. really became more about jared's personal growth (laughs) (laughs) it really did like at a point it was like okay now jared has to turn into the person that is capable of doing these things yeah um and so it took a lot of like leadership skills, communication skills, and those kinds of things, and getting comfortable being uncomfortable to learn those skills, Mm. um, to be able to grow a business to that point. I think it's probably Mm -hmm. the same like all across life, right? If you want to go somewhere, it's likely less about the actual act of like getting there and Mm -hmm. probably more about the act of growing as a person, act of yeah sure right yeah yeah no that's actually that's a great point because i think i mean so much of life is so much more about who you are and necessarily Mm -hmm. what you have 
because people will look at things like business like, oh yeah, I got to get, I have to get money. I have to get customers. I have to get this. And uh-huh. that those are their goalposts, right? I need to get this right. much money in the bank. I need to have this to be this, to do this. But yeah. I think why those things never satisfied is because they're never considering the question of who I am as I right. walk through these milestones, who I am when I make a million dollars, who I am yeah. when I have this failed meeting and who I am when I do this. And it's those thoughts that are like actually going to push us into a place where we find ourselves to be content because we know that who I am is somebody who's going to be content when I make a million dollars as the same person who is content when I lose a million dollars. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Because that's what you want. You want that to be that same person. And it takes practice to figure that out. And mm-hmm. it takes not being, it takes being uncomfortable. Um, I think part of the reason it's so uncomfortable is because you have to, like, I don't think you can really think about that stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So, me two and a half years ago couldn't have thought about how me today <laughs> needed to be to do what I'm doing today. Oh, dude, I it know. took the mm-hmm. the act of like doing, right? It took mm-hmm. the act of putting myself in these uncomfortable situations to force myself into growing, to learn mm-hmm. how I needed to act and where my shortcomings were, right? Mm. And I don't think you can get there just by thinking it through. I think you're just going to I think you're going to be in analysis paralysis, right? You're never going to get anything done, number one. Yep. yep. And, and then by getting nothing done, you're never going to put yourself in a situation where you actually are forced to grow as a person. Yeah, Versus yeah. On the flip side, like if you can go, okay, I want to make a million dollars and then start pushing yourself to do those things, like mm-hmm. in a plumbing business, you know? Mm-hmm. You, you start, you'll start, you know, you'll hire employees and you'll be like, yeah. damn, I got to learn how to lead people now. Yeah. I'm you have to be, leader, you have right? to be the person who can actually yeah, be in a business that can do a million dollars. Yeah. So now I have to be a leader. Okay. Well, how do I be a good leader? So then you mm-hmm. have, you know, you're forced into that situation of figuring out how to be a good leader, which mm-hmm. develops certain, you know, mm-hmm. skills and characters and, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. Even when you like first start billing customers, right? you all of a sudden have to be a person of integrity, right? <laughs> all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you want to like continue in business and, and do a good business, you have to be a person of integrity. Mm-hmm. And then, and if you're not and you get employees, then it, then your employees mm-hmm. start seeing, mm-hmm. is Jared a person of integrity? Well, right. you really want to be a person of integrity then because you've got employees looking at you. Mm-hmm. And you don't want them to think that, you know, you're going to screw them over for a buck, just like mm-hmm. you did this customer or you had them mm-hmm. do for this customer, right? Right. You really got to like be able to hold strong in that. So mm-hmm. it's those kinds of things, like just getting into those situations that force you to build these characteristics and and really learn how to own them as you go through. Yeah, it's kind of like we become wiser when we can... Let's see, because there's there's like a wisdom, because right now we can sit and look back and we can be like, okay, Jared of two years couldn't do what Jared's doing now. And like, yeah. but it's so hard for us to do that in real time. But it's almost like maybe the skill that we can develop to sort of, I don't know, learn what we learned from the past so that we can become wiser so that we have less of those moments of, I mean, I guess we just maybe get to the character building quicker and we avoid all this like 
nonsense. Like we get to that moment quicker. Like I know from past experiences that it was me who was the problem. So let's start with me and then maybe that'll work out the problem. Oh my gosh, it's working out the problem. This is awesome. And like sort of coming back to that. Yeah. I think I, I see a lot of people, they, they have a character flaw. Okay. So they, and they're, they're getting themselves in these situations where they're doing the work where they need to develop the character Mm -hmm. And they don't quite recognize that, that their character is what's holding them back. So like Mm -hmm. they'll hire employees and they'll, and they won't become a leader. They won't put in the work that it takes to be a leader. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's because they don't see it. Like they don't understand, okay, I'm leading people. I need to become a leader. Mm -hmm. Um, Or if it's just, they don't want to become a leader because it's scary or it's uncomfortable. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're, and they don't like it. Well, that's the kind of like that's the kind of stuff. It's like, well, then don't go, don't go into business, right? Right. Like, yeah. If you're sure. not willing to go through these character developments and learn how to do these things that are hard for you, then don't go into business. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, you don't have to do those things perfect. Like I'm not a natural born leader, mm-hmm. um, and so when I hired employees. I, w- I wasn't a good leader and it was something I had to learn how to do and I mm-hmm. still wasn't the best at it, right? Mm-hmm. But I got good enough at it to where my business was able to succeed right. and I was able to hire that position out to somebody, <laughs> to somebody yeah. who's a much better leader than I was, right? Mm-hmm. Who's a natural born leader, right? Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to be super good at it, but at some point in time, you need to learn to recognize those things Mm-hmm. of okay i need this skill set or i need to be able to develop this character mm-hmm. um and i guess i don't i don't know how you learn to recognize those other than just to kind of sit back and think about it take a glimpse at it right i think that i think that comes right back to having friends mm-hmm. because the friends are going to be the ones who are going to be able to recognize your lack yeah. And if you have good friends, they're going to be the ones who are going to be like, dude, I don't think that you're doing that the right way. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of what I see. What do you think about that? And yeah. then you might actually have a blind spot that's pointed out to you that you didn't even know existed. And so it takes a character of yeah. humility for you to accept that from your friends, but then also to reflect upon it and to consider that it's true. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's why we can't do things alone because then we're just going to be, I don't know, we can be stuck in our ways and never get out of them because we don't let anybody in to the point where they can actually tell you, Hey bro, you're doing that weird. You should not do it that way. And then we go, Oh dang, I didn't even know. Thanks man. Like, I don't know how many times that I've had people in my life come alongside me and be like, Hey dude, like what you did there wasn't quite the the way to do that. Mm -hmm. And at that moment, I was thought I was in the right, and then I hear that, and I'm like, "Holy moly, you're 100 correct." <laughs> I messed I messed that up. Like, damn, I messed that up. <laughs> and I had to go and go back and fix it, right? Yeah. And then it's cool because then that gave gave me the eyes on myself to recognize that, so I don't repeat that mistake. But then I can look to my friends and look at them and be like, "Oh my gosh, you're doing that way wrong." So, and I mean that kind of touches on the point of like every friendship we have is reciprocal in certain ways. But that yeah. is probably the most valuable reciprocal part of our relationships is people who can actually tell us when we're doing stupid stuff and then we won't lose that friendship. We'll just listen to them and be like, oh, you might be right, you might be wrong, but I'm going to think about that. Yeah, that's probably, I would say, 
like after thinking about it and listening to you talk, I would say that that's probably the most the most valuable part of hiring a business coach is just that they can point out character flaws and point out sure. those areas that, hey, you're doing this and you're thinking this way about it, but in reality, like this is what this means. Like if you can't lead people, that that just actually means you need to become a better leader. Here's some resources right. to become yeah. a better leader. Mm-hmm. That's probably one of the most valuable things a coach can do, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. If you're running a plumbing business without a coach, just stop it. Yeah. You, I mean, like, you're just hurting yourself. Like at the end of about, the day. Yeah. Talking about relationships, um, that's one of the easiest ones. Like I said before, you can just literally mm. pay for a relationship that will save you <laughs> hundreds of hours of heartache and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. It's worth it every single time. Yeah. 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 I completely agree. 100%. Dude, 100%. 100%. So I guess I got to go to church and like go start introducing myself. Get my, yeah. get yeah. my RBF yeah. off. Yeah. You got you to gotta, you gotta walk up to him and be like, hey, sorry for the RBF. I'm working on it. My name's Costin. Because you want to give your real name. That'd be weird. My name's Costin. Oh, no, How's it going? Yeah. yeah. Jeez. That's stupid. <laughs> that's like the third conversation. You let that cat out of the bag. Okay. I lied. My real name. <laughs> <laughs> My real name's Chris Still. 2023. How's it going? <laughs> uh, go through all your family members. Yeah. That'll be good. <laughs> okay. I lied. <laughs> I lied again. <laughs> like two years later. Okay. It's Jared, but it's spelled A R. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> God, I'm still doing it. <sighs> we come up with some of the dumbest stuff. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? I'm having a good time. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Cool, man. Well, yeah, friends are a good thing. Thanks, Jared. That was a good conversation. Yeah, man. See ya. See ya.